Podcasting from anywhere other than a jail cell, this is Soberholic, a podcast created to encourage, equip, and inspire you to overcome your hurts, habits, and hangups. And now, your show hosts, Roger and Jason. Welcome back to Soberholic Podcast. My name's Roger Bose. I'm in studio with the one and only Jason Rice. And today we've got a special topic for you. Yeah, we're going to do something a little different today. Yeah, I figure this is good. I, I know, um, I don't know about you. Uh, I know you were raised up more in the church uh, for a longer period. I hate using that terminology, raised up in the church. Um, but you were around church folk a lot more, as we say here in Alabama. But, um, for me, I really wasn't. I, there was a little bit of church I did as a kid, but for the most part, I rebelled and went completely away from God. Mm-hmm. And if you mentioned Jesus, I was going to tell you um, that you're crazy. I had convinced myself that probably some drunk had written this Bible that we talk about, <laughs> and I really I, I was just ignorant about it, man. I didn't know, and um, and it's just so much to understand. Like you could spend your lifetime studying the Bible and really never have a full comprehension of it. Right. Oh yeah. You know, um, and so I just, and I didn't know anything like literally anything. So I'd never read it, but I would debate you about how you were wrong. Right. And, um, and it was because I was so resentful. I just, I hated God. I hated anything to do with it because I had just blamed him for every bad thing that happened in my life. Never willing to take responsibility. And so that was my way of just really never really looking. And I didn't care about uh, anything greater than myself. And so um, that's kind of the way I looked at the Bible. Uh, Later in life, I I found myself inside of a church um, studying more about God's Word, and things began to click and make sense. And in the beginning of that, of of really kind of studying my Bible, um, I didn't really relate well to any of the characters. Paul was probably one of the people that I was like, yeah, he gets it. Like, hmm. I mean, even in my testimony that I read, I read some of Paul's uh, verses. But um, I, I just, it was hard for me to connect to a lot of them. But the more I read my Bible, the more it began to make sense to me because I could see that in all of the people that I read about, they're broken and there's a need to be redeemed. And it could only happen through the grace of God. And so that's kind of what we're going to do here uh, from time to time on our show is I, I, I or we want our listeners to see that even the people within Scripture that we read about, these characters um, that are real people that happen in real time and real places, um, really experience troubles like we experience. You know, one of our slogans a lot of times we talk about is recovery is for every person, every minute, every day. And that's that holds true in biblical times too. Yeah, I mean there are, there's so many recovery stories, um, if you will, in the Bible that is really amazing um, when you when you kind of look at it from through that lens of recovery. I mean, it's the same principles that we talk about in recovery meetings and and and, and you know recovery principles. Um, you know, and and you know, and that's why. A lot of the the twelve step, the basis for the twelve step material comes from the Bible, um, and so we're going to be kind of going back, going back to the root uh, of a lot of these re- recovery principles and looking at specific characters in the Bible where we see their, you know, their their quote unquote fall and and uh, their mistakes 
and the areas where they they got off of the path that God had for them, where they made mistakes, and then how God has restored them um, for a purpose. And um, you know, I, I like I really like to say, um, I, and I'm stealing this from somebody. But, you know, God always rescues us from something for the purpose of something. And we'll see that in all these all these biblical characters that we we uh, journey journey through with together. Agreed. And so I like to give this disclaimer um, now because of my past, I'm always skittish about bringing up scripture to folks who maybe or is in that same boat as me who didn't care a lot about mm-hmm. the whole Christian belief. Right. So if you're in that boat and you're like, I'm not a Christian, I don't want to hear your Jesus talk, I, I will tell you that I can promise you that I will talk in this in very simple, simplistic terms to where you can maybe relate it to your recovery. And I know that's what the whole goal of what we're doing here. Yeah. But um, I, I, I know I, I, I've always been scared to run someone off because of trying to be too uh too heavy on the the scripture part of yeah, it. Yeah, we're not doing a uh exegesis theological seminary study of the Bible here. Right. So, <laughs> even if you're not a Christian, this should make sense to you. Um just like right. today we're going to talk about Moses and we could call him Bob yeah. and it would work the same. Yeah. You know, um and if you're um a Bible scholar, then I mean, send your hate mail to to Jason because yeah. um, um, I may <laughs> no. be off a little bit on some of this stuff. Yeah, that's not what we're not we're not getting deep yeah. deep into the that yeah. part of it. Yeah, what, what I want you to see is how everyone has struggled with something, and even the heroes that we may see in the Bible they struggled too. Mm-hmm. And so, as I said, we're going to talk about Moses today. And um, for those who don't really know a lot about Moses, um, to be fair, I don't really know a, a ton about <laughs> Moses. <laughs> I mean, um, if you are new to recovery and into your faith, you probably jumped into the New Testament when you started, and you didn't care a whole lot about the Old Testament, and you may not know a lot about Moses either. And that's that was my story for a long time, is I just stayed in the New Testament because yeah. that, about grace. Let's just say grace. Yeah. But um, you know, those Old Testament characters bring brings us to that. Yeah. And it's cool to see how they played a part in seeing, you know, Jesus come to the whole to to where we're at today. Right. Uh, all that has played a part. And so it's important to see this. And so for no reason other than we just chose Moses, um, we're gonna talk about Moses today. Yeah. So just a little just a brief, you know, backstory on Moses. Um, you know, the Israelites, which Moses was one of, um, the Hebrews, he was, uh, they were slaves in Egypt during this time um, that when Moses was born. And so Moses is born, and then the Pharaoh's daughter, you know, Moses' mom sends him in the basket down the, down the river um, and to protect him. And then Pharaoh's daughter finds Moses, and so Moses you know, is raised like with privilege, with, um, you know, status and everything that, that a lot of his other fellow Hebrews didn't have. And so, um, after, um, and then, um, which that had to be really weird, uh, because right. he, you know, I would think that he's not of the same 
uh, skin color, you know, all, all that would look a little different. Right. Yeah. He's living there with all this privilege where the rest of his folks are not. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was, you know, he had a, he had a position of authority or whatever. And that this brings us to the scene where he murders somebody. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's a lot that happened in between there. I'm, I'm sure, but we're just going to kind of skip right to that. And so that is in, was that Exodus two? Yeah, this is Exodus 2.11. It says, One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. And he looked he looked this way at that, and seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. So he sees an Egyptian beating one of the Hebrew slaves, and he gets mad, and I guess after everybody was gone, it was just him and the, the Egyptian that was beating one of the Hebrew slaves. And Moses got angry and killed him, and then buried him and in dug the a sand. hole. <laughs> yeah, dug a hole and said, "Well, you know, nobody will find out about this." That's it. But then somebody does find out about it. He said, "When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were were struggling together, and he said to the man in the wrong, "Why do you strike your companion?'" wait he he had just killed somebody and then he saw two hebrews fighting together and he said why are y'all fighting (laughs) why are you doing this and he he answered who made you prince and judge over us do you mean to kill to to kill me as you killed that egyptian so somehow somebody found out found out about it and said and then moses was afraid and thought surely the thing is known he's like "Uh uh-oh i've been found out when Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. So he, he kills the Egyptian. Digs a hole. Digs a hole, buries him, and then people found out about it. And then Pharaoh finds out, you know, finds out about it. And then so Moses gets scared and flees to Midian. And he even has that double standard. You know, why Why are you guys yeah, doing this? Why, do why are y'all fighting? Right. I just killed this guy. Why are y'all fighting? Yeah. Well, and, that sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, to have double standards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know I definitely had double standards, um, you know, in, in my, when I was in my active addiction and, and, and whatever, that uh, was definitely going on. It's almost kind of like you're, you're living a double life, you know. Right. Um, you know, you, 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 your behavior sometimes is doesn't live up to your actual moral standards so you you start lower in your moral standards to meet your behavior and uh i did that all the time but so anyway moses is in midian and he um this kind of brings us to one of you know the the passage we're going to really focus on today well you know you see right, real quick that Moses has got an anger issue. He's got an anger problem. I mean, um, it's not a drinking problem, you know, that, that we're talking a lot of in, a, in, a, in our podcast. It's an anger issue that he's mm-hmm. dealing with. And, and anger can be just as intoxicating as liquor or drugs or anything else. Um, and he didn't know how to deal with it. And for some of us, we might even try to justify it and say, well, this is his own people getting treated this way. So he should have killed that guy. Put him in the sand. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's not the correct answer to this. Um, there, there's, there's a saying that we see in, 
in AA a lot, and it's called about taking a heart test. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and basically you you stop for a moment and you would say, you know, am I hungry? Am I exhausted? Am I angry? Am I tired? All of those things to kind of see where we're at. Now, had Moses done that and just paused a minute and said, you know, are any of these things going on? <laughs> He may not have had to dig a hole for this guy, but he didn't. He just, he without thinking, he reacted to what was going on, and it caused a lot of problems. He had to leave this this place of royalty, basically, and he's taken off for Midian, this little this little town outside of Egypt, and the very people who had been protecting him now want to kill him. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know about you, man, but my life has changed like that in an instant where I was, everything was going pretty good, but because I made a bad choice, Mm. everything goes south. And that's kind of where I could see Moses at, you know? Mm. And so you see him out here in Midian now, and he's all upset and he don't really know what to do. And he kind of feels worthless. He kind of feels like he's, he's made a mistake and Lord knows I have done that more times than I care to share um, where I've, I've said something or I've done something that I regretted. But once you say it and once you do it, then you've got to live by that, right? Yeah. And so um, he finds himself out um, and just he kind of believes that God can't use him anymore. You know, that there's just no way. I mean, as a Hebrew, he's got to have known about God, right? You know, even though he he was grown up as as a um, uh, an Egyptian, you know he has his Hebrew roots, and he understands Jehovah, you know God, and you know he asked God, you know he asked him the question, you know who am I, you know who am I that I should go um, to see Pharaoh and to bring these Israelites out of Egypt because this is what had happened. Later, you'll see. In chapter 3 of Exodus, that uh, God tells him, look, I'm going to use you to go get these people that that you were standing up for earlier. Um, I'm going to use you. Even though you screwed up, I'm going to use you to go over there and get them. Get them out of Egypt. Yeah, God had revealed himself to to Moses through the burning bush. Um, You know, uh, there was a bush that was getting burned and it wasn't being consumed. Like literally, this this happened. This, This isn't like superheroes page three of you know this make-believe animation and this this really happened yeah so there was a burning bush and god was revealing himself to moses and even after seeing that moses doubted you know that that he could be used by god he he just couldn't believe he thought it was over for him and he, he he even says um in chapter three verse 11 he says but moses said to god who am i that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. And, uh, you know, he, he's doubting that he could ever be be used by God, even though God says that he will be with him. You know, right. whenever, whenever we're, you know, in doubt of God's plan for our life, which if you're alive and you're breathing, God has a plan for your life. And when we, and when we doubt that, you know, it, 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 it never um it, it, when you're in the middle of of that doubt it can be hard to see that that god does have a plan for you and that he does want to use you to help other people see god wasn't just you know wanting to deliver 
Israel from the from from uh, the slavery in Egypt just just because he, you know he had a purpose, he had a plan to do that. He wanted to deliver Israel from Egypt so that they could be a blessing to all the rest of the nations, and so that they could um, make His name great. There was a reason uh, for it, and so God rescued Moses from and the children of Israel from um, Egypt and slavery um, for the purpose of you know making them a great nation to be a blessing to all nations. There was. There was a purpose there. It was it was from and for, and we see that with Moses. Which, if you connect all the dots all the way down to the New Testament, you'll see all of that was about to bring Jesus right, in, uh, yeah, into the scene. Um, which is hard. We, we certainly won't cover that in one <laughs> one thirty minute episode here. <laughs> but um, yeah, the cool thing about this is Moses screwed up. He made a mistake. He doubted himself. He believed that he was worthless and that he could never be of use to anybody anymore most importantly, to God. And I, I'm sure he has even questioned his faith and things at this point. You know, when you make a big screw up, and, and that's how life had been for me. And, you know, even you know prior to recovery, I, I would cuss God. I would make fun of you for believing in God and all of those things. And um, I had made so many mistakes. And I, I, I really believe that I was beyond help. You know that I was worthless, and and when you begin that that self talk, that negative talk, it just it seems to kind of snowball and get worse and worse, and and that's when you know God says no, I'm going to use you to do this, and I was like, and and he don't believe it, you know, who am I to go do this? But yet, you know, he still chose to move forward you know th- there was some backpedaling there he's like you know i, I can't even speak I- I- i'm no good at this mm-hmm. who can- who am i to go stand on your behalf and but god didn't choose to focus on the past mistakes he chose to to focus towards the future and in in 312 um god says when you have brought my people out of egypt you will worship god on this mountain and um I think that's so cool to see because I don't know how your perspective of God was. I always thought that God was kind of up in heaven, wherever up and wherever heaven is, and had this checkbook of things that he was catching me do wrong, which was mm-hmm. a long, very long list. He's like, I gotcha, gotcha. Up, oh, going, you're going to hell on that one. Yeah. You know, that's really, I thought that I had to be perfect for God. Yet we see that Moses was not perfect. He was still going to be used by God. And even though he screwed up, he didn't hold the screw-ups against Moses. He chose to look forward to how he could still use him if he would just be obedient. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he he keeps doubting along the way. He keeps having doubts along the way. And, you know, like I can't speak. And then so God sends Aaron to help him. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's a clear sign that you know God had called Moses to to lead his people out of Israel and when God had had called him to do that he was going to empower him to do it and even though he still had doubts on the way God never gave up on on using him you know it would have been easy for God to just be like all right get out of the way man well I'm going to find somebody that's going to do this but it, it it wasn't his plan. His plan was to use Moses, and that's that's you know he kept on he kept on working with Moses. You know, 
you you see you see God's grace um, being shown to Moses, and you see His mercy shown to Moses. Um, later on in 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 Exodus thirty four, God reveals His character um, to Moses um, after Moses had prayed, you know, to God asking Him to forgive the Israelites. Um, this is right after they started worshiping a golden calf um, <laughs> right after you know they had gotten the Ten Commandments from Moses and Moses comes down and his anger is there again you know he destroys the tablets because he's so mad because the children the Israelites were worshiping a golden calf he's angry and then God says y'all need to just leave here and get out of here and you know God was you know um, was angry too is the Israelites but Moses pleaded with God and asked him to forgive him. And God said in Exodus 34, he said, I am a God who's slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and, and mercy. And he reveals himself, you know, as a God of grace and mercy, even there in the old Testament, which we often don't, don't associate God being a God of grace and mercy in the old Testament. He, that is God's character and so God, you know, forgave the Israelites and, and you know, renewed his relationship with them at that point. And so we see God, you know, even, even through Moses' mistakes and his outburst of anger, um, which there's, there's other cases where, you know, we see his anger um, when he, diso- you know, and in, in in him disobeying God, we see that God was patient and, and slow to anger with, with Moses particularly. One of the things that I, I see through this as you was talking is, you know, you mentioned that Moses was skeptical about doing almost all of this. I mean, it was never like, I got all the faith in the world just to go do this. No, I mean, he was hesitant. He had an excuse for every bit of this, or maybe not every bit of it, but a lot of this. And, you know, he, God, as you mentioned, brought Aaron and gave him a staff um, to, to demonstrate his power. And all of those things he was doing because Moses was just taking the next step. I think that really looks like what it takes in our recovery a lot of times. Um, You may not even really believe that working the steps will work because you're skeptical. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's about just taking the next step, you know, of just doing it. Even though you may not be 100% sold out on it, it's just believing that if it worked for somebody else, it can work for you. Um. That's that's what I see in this is that, you know, it it's not about knowing for a hundred percent that it'll work. If we knew for a hundred percent that it would work, that requires no faith. Um, and God is looking at our faith. What what are if we don't have faith, a dependence on God, then we're depending on ourselves. Well, that's what got me, um, you know, tore up all the time. Mm. And when Moses is depending on himself, he's he's having anger fits of rage. But when he's looking to God, you see God leading him and taking him, and things go much more smoothly. Um, the other stories you mentioned about, you know, if he would just speak to a rock, then it would work like it was supposed to. But no, he doesn't. He starts hammering down on a rock to make water come out of it. You know, all of this is he does it in his own power. And that's even after he'd been following God, yeah. which is another whole recovery story itself. How many times have I been doing great and then rely on my own willpower to do something? It, it never works well when I try to do it myself. It's only when I'm walking with God does these things work. And so as as we look at, at Moses' story, 
there's all kinds of difficulties and hiccups that we see all throughout it. Uh, we see that, you know, anger was an issue. Doubting himself is an issue. Insecurities are an issue of his, you know, someone said it was a speech impediment that he had. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what it is, but he had insecurities with that. But God has always provided through all those things. And it, it just takes faith into believing that God can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And that's what I see here. It, it took other people showing me this. I Personally, it, I never just sat down and read the Bible. If you would have told me to go, re- Roger, go home and read Exodus 3 and see how that relates <laughs> to your recovery, I would yeah. go, dude, what are you talking about? You know, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, but as other people begin showing me what we're talking about it 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 made me see through a new lens a different perspective to see that these characters that we talk about aren't bulletproof you know they're they're just not hand chosen by god in fact god could have chose a much better speaker there were tons of better speakers than moses uh, but god wanted to use moses to use in his plan Mm mm-hmm and I believe that God does that same thing with us today. I believe that he chooses us to do things. Now, do we go kicking and screaming? Sometimes I do. Yeah. I can name numerous times. I've done things I did not want to do, uh, but he, he used me anyway. There's been times that I, he's used me, and I was honored and privileged, and it was excited about doing it. But there were times that I didn't want to do it at all. And Moses falls in, in somewhere in that spectrum. You know, I can't speak for him. But um, I know that it was difficult for him. He was skeptical a lot of times. And that's how we look in recovery is just sometimes skeptical and not really know how it's going to work. But God's grace was sufficient through all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really identify with the doubting um, aspect. Um, even after he had seen God work and knew that God was real, he would still have doubts. And, um, you know, I like what you were talking about faith. You know, faith is not, if we knew 100% it was going to work, well, there wouldn't be faith. You know, faith is, is, is believing and acting upon it even when you don't know, even when you have the doubts. is staring doubt in the face and, and still, still taking that next right step the that next um that next action um that you know is probably the right way to go but it just it just feels feels hard to do and it takes faith to take that step and so you know to me the the most relatable part in recovery to you know the story of Moses is just it's just doing the next right thing you know that that's uh, that's what I see here too is just knowing that if you've stepped out in faith and you're you're trusting that God is going to bring you through your addiction and and your hurt or habit or hang up knowing that that he has called you out of that that he is going to give you the strength and the perseverance to make it through you know I agree with you man um well I, I hope that this helps um, you as our listener understand that recovery is not just for the alcoholic or drug addict. It's for everyone that we all have struggles in our lives. And it's by working recovery principles that we can find sobriety from anything, from anger, from doubt, 
from insecurities, all of those things as we see in Moses' story. And I hope also that we can kind of bring the Bible to life a little bit for you um, to maybe let you see it in a different perspective because for the longest time I never saw it this way. And so uh, our plan is to continue to sprinkle these um, character studies in uh, through our show over this year. And um, if you like it, we would love to hear about it. Um, mm-hmm. You can send us at SoberholicPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, just send us a, a just a quick link or something about if you like it, if you don't like it, um, just some feedback on it because um, you are the listener and you are who we're trying to communicate to. So if you don't like it, we'll go a different direction. If you do like <laughs> it, uh, we want to hear more about how we can make it better for you. Um, and I guess that is all for today. Yeah. So we want to thank you for listening in. Uh, we hope to continue to bring you great conversation and topics. And with that said, my name is Roger. I'm Jason. We're signing out. Thanks for listening to Soberholic with Roger and Jason. If you like the show and want to know more, check out SoberholicPodcast.com. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Soberholics.